0: The Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence, and this is an Ethereus Podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks, Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network and Oneness Talk Radio.
1: Hey Richard. Hey Darren. So I've got um, I've got one that really stood out to me today that I wanted to raise with you and I yeah. think there's you know, there's, there's quite a lot of good points that we can go through here. So this is really about the pitfalls of fake spirituality. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, I think that a lot of people do str- struggle with understanding like what true spirituality even looks and feels like, you know, especially when you're new to the path and you're looking around. Uh, I'm not surprised. Especially with, you know, the glut of so-called new age, all these online, which is marketed really aggressively, you know, and it's, it's very self-focused. Mm. Um, so, so at the heart of this essentially is, is a question about, um, not only how do you tell a true path from a false one, but also how do you avoid falling into some of the pitfalls um, of a false path yourself?
0: Yeah, it's. Um, I really feel for people in that boat, and I've mm-hmm. met some, mm-hmm. you know, and they've, they've wasted a lot of time. Sometimes they've wasted years yeah. going down a wrong path, and they, they're quite sincere about it. Um, I think one there are there are many ways but I mean one of the things is to look at the results mm. or even the claimed results because yeah. sometimes they don't claim a lot of results other than for you the individual but certainly if it's a path and this is in the light of the nine freedoms which as yeah. you know is our bedrock here on the spiritual freedom show if it's about you having a better life You feeling better. I mean, some of it isn't spiritual at all, actually. It's kind of using spiritual methodology to improve your material life or your emotional life. Um, And that's not a spiritual thing per se. But the hallmark, the key word, we always come back to it. The the third freedom is service. You know, and I think it puts people off because there's a lot of people out there saying, look, what was I put on earth to do? Mm. Now, what is my life purpose? If you like, what is my mission in life? Mm. And for many that I've come across, they never find it or they think they've never found it. And frankly, some of them give up quite readily because mm-hmm. they get distracted by yeah. not what am I on earth to do, but what do I actually want to do? Mm-hmm. What makes me happy? Yeah. What do I like? Which is a totally different question. Mm-hmm. You have to divorce yeah. that. Now I've got this theory that uh, you know of all the, you know, the Beethoven, or take, take a Beethoven, that there could be a hundred other people at the time who had they motivated themselves, had the musical ability, uh, to actually become a Beethoven as well, but just didn't either bother, got distracted by other things in their life, weren't, didn't have the drive, the determination to become a musical genius. I'm not mm. saying everybody could do it, or that even most people could do it, but I think there are others who could have done it who just didn't have the get up and go the fire in their belly, and what Beethoven would call his love of God, yeah. to do it. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I'm sorry to say, coming back to the question, it's a very good question. It's a, it, it is a, a bit of a, a labour of love, you've got to really get into it, you've got to use every faculty to sort the wheat from the chap, and yeah. I'd, I'd apply that to us here, Mm-mm. to the nine freedoms here. Yeah. You know, you look into it, don't take our word for it, but in the end, Is it just about self or is it about helping humanity? Because if it's just about self, it's not a really great new age path.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's sort of like the core of the whole thing, the real yardstick. It's actually oh, well,
0: not a new age path, I should have said, at all. <laughs>
1: really. Yes, the yeah. true new age, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great yardstick overall. I thought I'd share some, a couple other ideas you might want to comment on here yeah. that people have suggested about, you know, what a false path might look like and how we might yeah. therefore, you know, um, compare that to a true path. Mm. They were saying, okay, a false path would be one where it says you don't need to change because we're saved by just belonging to the right religion or accepting a savior to cancel our sins so mm-hmm. we can do whatever we want. Mm. I think that's, it's quite... It's quite
0: I mean, yeah, of course they're going to try and tempt people mm. with nice promises. Mm. Um, and they're, You know, I think, you know, I don't wish to sound patronising here, but a lot of it can be done with just basic common sense and intelligence, as a matter of fact. As in, in
1: terms of our discrimination.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, some of it's quite easy to see. Mm. I mean, you can look at the person who's making the claim. And, yeah. and if you take, say, Dr. George King, who's yeah. at the centre of our teachings, the nine freedoms and other teachings, you can look at him. I mean, we've got the biography out there, the king who came to earth. You can check it out. You can see what he did with his life and whether or not that's authentic and whether or not he... I mean, I think even his biggest critics would say he practised what he preached. There are some people out there making claims who simply quite obviously aren't capable of these abilities, what is their training mm. um, to to make such pronouncements? Yeah. What have they demonstrated? Uh, you know what, and of course it comes back also. What is the caliber of the teaching? Mm. Does it stack up to your logic? Yeah. I mean, your main guide on this is going to be your intuition. Mm. But saying that, I do realise most people, when they're searching, don't have a trained intuition Absolutely. yet. Yes. Yeah. And so. Yeah you know, they're going to have to fall back, fall back. I mean, use, always use Mm. logic and common sense.
1: Yeah, totally. I think that's a a great one there. Mm. There's a couple other points here I thought I'd put your way. So um, things like, it offers us the the promise of something for nothing and control of our circumstances. Mm. You know, I think any path that's, basically saying that you can get everything for nothing or promising you ease um, or promising you know that you don't need to change like the point I was just making. I mean that's obviously in the you know to your point about using logic that's obviously not what spirituality is really about. Any path
0: that's going to take you from where you are where I am uh, or it's only when I found this path to enlightenment is not going to be easy. Right. Obviously, that's again, I think, common sense, yeah, really. Just looking at and how you are in the first place. And if someone's telling you it's easy, mm. you can rule them out. They obviously don't, they might even believe it, which means mm. they're not enlightened themselves. Right? They can't be. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you're going to gain, and we've mentioned this before, it's a particular thing that it's in the nine freedoms and it's something that uh, we talk about on this show quite a bit. Yeah. You're going to have experiences along the way. They're not all going to be difficult, so don't get me wrong here, you're going to have wonderful experiences. Mm. You, you know, And you're going to have elevating experiences and you're going to have to have moments when you know, uh, or let let me say there will come a time when you know, but but even prior to that, when you have such strong experiences that you feel that are real and you you know they're real, you can say that much. Yeah. That you you know that that's a yardstick then for you. And in fact, in the old yoga past, they used to say it's one of the reasons people had some of these uh, psychic experiences along the way, to give them encouragement, Uh to give them hope, to to make them see this as a real thing. This isn't just somebody's theory. But another tip I would give to people who are on the search is... A, don't give up, Mm. don't be put off by the nonsense. I mean, I actually think, and people could criticize me for saying this, I Mm. don't really mind if they do. There's more nonsense out there than truth. Mm. I mean, I go to some of these New Age festivals, you know, to speak sure. or to whatever, and it's amazing how much nonsense is out there. Now, you know, I'm going to say a lot, I'm not saying everybody there is, is making it up or, um, you know, is is a con man or woman. No, I mean, they probably believe it, many of them, probably most of them, because there isn't a lot of money to be made generally. Sometimes there is in mm. fake organisations, yeah. but generally there isn't. But it's it's amazing how little truth there is there. But To take the pressure off you as a someone who's searching to find the real path, I'd say this, you're not obligated to decide today. You don't have to look at something and say, yes, I believe that and I don't believe this. Mm. You can keep an open mind, you can weigh it up. And I don't mean by that you just put it on the shelf and hope somehow you'll know. Now you've got to make an effort to find the truth. You've got to knock on the door so that it can be opened. And you, you, know, in time you'll get your proof, one way or the other, but don't feel you've got to rush to a judgment. It's not a leap of faith. Mm. That's actually, in my view, a it nonsense is. thing, a leap of faith mm. as a concept. It's, it, it implies a sort of a risk. You don't have to take a risk, you don't have to, you can test something out, you can test it for a long period, but yes. you need to test it, you need to try it, and also, I'll say another thing, and this is actually in the, in the fourth freedom. You don't want to go, as I think it says, chewing here, chewing there, I think is oh, yes, the yes, same, yes, yeah, you yeah. Know, um, because if you do, you'll never get anywhere. Mm. When you do find something that is truth, which you feel that, okay, this is the path I am meant to be on then you need to actually go for it and not keep looking around at other things as well. Yeah. Um, unless you come across a greater one. Yeah. If it doesn't hit the spot, you might I mean there are things out there, let's let's be fair here, which are very good, but really aren't enough, in my view. So in other by that I mean you could find a a good yoga path, yeah. which is perfectly genuine which can help you with your health, which can uh, help you with finding some degree of inner peace. There won't be full enlightenment in this case. Let's just say a degree of inner peace. And, uh, you know, that's a good thing. But for me, it wouldn't be nearly enough. Isn't, not so, nearly enough. So, yeah. you know, you, you've got to say, look, it does come back to my point there. What am I put on earth to do? Mm. And sometimes, by the way, it won't be what you initially want to do. Mm. Even Dr. King said that, actually, He, when he was called to serve. Part of him, actually, that wasn't what he wanted. He'd rather be doing Nani yoga and Raja yoga at that time. But... You know, he was put on earth, he came from another world, he had a mission, a great mission. Mm. And uh, of course he, he fulfilled it with every ounce of his being, every second of every day, I witnessed it. Mm. And uh, even his biggest critic wouldn't criticize him. He, you know, they would say he did practice what he preached. Yeah. And you're looking for that too, in, yeah. in, a, in a spiritual teacher.
1: No, I think it's yeah, great points you're making there, uh, you know, especially about you know, it not being enough because um, mm. I was actually in that exact position myself, you know i don 't know twelve fifteen years ago or so mm. where I was you know I was looking at another yogurt organization and looking at the etherist society and ultimately, I just fe- felt like wait a minute like this is this is actually so obvious what I should do, and what yeah. what my heart feels like I need to do i mean mm. in comparison, I mean the theist society completely dedicated not just to service but to service on a global scale, mm. and this other path was more about you know a personal yogic path and I was like. As much as that appeals to me in a way, it's just, but that's not, that's not I just know, coming mm. to your point, that's, I just know that's not what I'm meant to do. Mm. And, you know, in the beginning, I did feel a bit confused and torn, but then it just it gradually, as you say, as I spend more time on it, you know, spent mm. more effort, it, it became more and more obvious what mm. the right choice was. And I think yeah. that's, that's meant, I, I say that, I think, meaning to, to, to give encouragement and inspiration to other people who are also maybe at the beginning of their path and looking for the way forward. Maybe they don't necessarily feel like they know it yet, but as you say, when you spend time on, you know, you keep an open mind, you spend time uh, doing the practices or, or re- reading them or, or actually doing um, what they in- invite you to do, then it's like the answers starts to grow within you yeah. and your intuition awakens and it and comes clear. Indeed. And yeah. it is a lot simpler than it might seem mm. because really what you're
0: looking for is how can I do the most good exactly. on this planet? Yeah. Which we're all on. Mm. How can I make the biggest (laughs) contribution? Mm. And you'll find so uh, that, you know, there you'll have some organizations, of which there are quite a few, that aren't fake, Mm. but aren't even claiming to make a massive contribution to humanity. They're making some contribution. They're putting forward some philosophy or, you know, doing healing, all of which is very good, it's great, but it's not enough, Mm. as far as I'm concerned, uh, to dedicate my life to. Um, and you know this is a this is and when you find something that is genuine. Now I don't know of any genuine organisation, which means a, an organisation I actually believe is genuine, okay. um, which makes a bigger claim than the Aetherius Society makes. So you know the claim of the Aetherius Society is massive. To be working directly now with cosmic intelligence is basically to save the planet, right. in a nutshell. And that's, you know, more worthwhile thing to be part of than any other form of service I actually know of. There's many forms, including fantastic material service in the health field, mm. in other fields, of course. Very good. But a lot of people, they want to serve, but they also want to serve in a way that fits in with their own interests, mm. you know, their own and it's understandable, their, their own inclinations you know, I'm interested in health, or I'm interested in mental health, or I'm interested in, you know, um, ecology, or whatever it might be. That of itself is not a good enough reason to yeah. do it. Yeah. It's, it's a fine thing, but that of itself isn't enough. It's, got to, it's really down to what can I do, which will make the biggest difference in the world whether it's actually what interests me at the moment most or not. Mm. And if you can do that, then, of course, you're moving beyond, in a way, lower mind yeah. uh, in the direction of higher mind and ultimately beyond.
1: Yeah, and I, th- I think this is another great point. I think I put it in the same category, sort of having the clarity of of sort of, of that vision in terms of what you want to do and also mm. of your mission to see beyond any thing that might sort of, I don't know, distract you or kind of put you off because it's not quite your thing or, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you, know um, you have some sort of bias or hang up about it. Mm. You can kind of miss the big picture, if you know what I mean, yeah. when you're looking at an organisation uh, and, and miss what it's really about just because of some other smaller issue. Okay, maybe the, the way that they, um, their devotional or ceremonial. Uh, oh yeah, you know, of course. There might be or, things you just don't like. Yeah, things you don't like or things you don't get and it's sort of like, oh, I don't want that. But actually... The the truth was right there in front mm. of you if you had the clarity of, of mm. vision and mission to see it. And, and people
0: will be, in my view, very small minded often, mm. Mm. and say something like, "Well, that sounds a bit far out." Mm. They're right; it does sound a bit far out. Is that good? Is that bad? You know, it's irrelevant. Actually, it's all that matters is: it, could it be true? Let's yes. just start with that. Yeah. Okay. Now yeah. If you find out. Through your own experience, that it isn't true because the person making the claim actually didn't do what they said mm-hmm. they do, didn't have the training they said they had, etc., or in many mm-hmm. other ways, fine, leave it. And, and you know, b- the other thing is, if, this is again, may give some comfort to the question. Sure, sure. If you search a new test, an organization, and for karmic for reasons, you're taken down a blind alley by some fake organization. But you, you, you're testing it, you're, you're trying to find out if it's true. You will, although it might look like a completely futile exercise, be manipulating your own karma and you will deserve to find the truth because you've wow. tried this. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. so it, it is an exercise and it's, it's a difficult thing. I have some sympathy and a lot of people just give up mm. and never become Beethoven.
1: Mm. Gosh, (laughs) yeah, I think that's a really interesting point you've made there about, you know, if you've really made the effort to find the truth, even if you've gone down the wrong path, Mm. that karmically you you deserve to find the truth. Yeah, you've got to knock on the door and it shall be opened unto you. That's a great promise. Yeah, no, it's really yeah. interesting. I think there's there's some other kind of things, if you know, we change gears a little bit here and think mm. about some of the personal pitfalls that could that people could easily fall into, I yeah. think, on the spiritual path. Um, you know, one, one comment that someone made here was about toxic positivity, you know, kind of forcefully, mm-hmm. a, kind of like a forceful optimism, you yeah. know, where, you know... Yes. Even though the path really can be... Interesting, i never heard that, that phrase, toxic positivity. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's like... It's well, not real in a It's otherwise. not real. Yeah, yeah it's not okay. real. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sort of... Um, you know, we know that the, the path can be tumultuous and like you said, anything that's going to really take you to enlightenment, mm. it's got to be this crucible of transformation, hasn't mm. it? And mm. there's going to be ups and downs and it's, it's yeah. not always going to be. In, you know. Indeed. And what
0: would it be worth if there weren't tests right. on any path, Right. you know, and any accomplishment? From, as a matter of fact, there are tests. Yeah. And it's, that's the, the thing. That, but I you know, want to balance that by mm. saying there are absolutely wonderful elevated confirmations. Yes of the path and experiences. And eventually you can know. You can get to the point where you know, it's no longer even about whether you believe Mm. or even what you experience or feel. You actually know, ah, okay, this is true. That that will eventually happen. But in terms of the forceful, uh, you know, toxic positivity, which is like fake positivity, Mm -hmm. I suppose, Mm -hmm. might even be lying to yourself. I I don't quite know what they're referring to there. But um, this isn't a path of force in this day and age. Mm. It's I would say this have focus, not
1: force. Mm.
0: There's a little one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's kind of the essence of service being the way, isn't it? Because you're yeah. no longer for- forcing Kundalini. You're, you're not forcing you're it. It will rise, it. but you've yes. still got to
0: focus. It's not going to happen yes. one day, or yes. you know, oh, you know, why aren't I enlightened yet? You have to. You've got to predetermine it. That's mm. also in the fourth freedom. You've got mm. to set out mm. to become enlightened, and you've got to set out to know the truth about these organisations. And you will get the answer mm. if you go for it. You won't get it if you just cruise around here and there and look at something else you'll
1: never get past first base yeah actually that's one of the most inspiring quotes for me in the nine freedoms about making it happen that you have to make yeah, it
0: happen. you absolutely do that's uh, for sure mm. and
1: a lot of people don't i think
0: a lot mm. of people think well you know one day maybe i'll it, be more enlightened mm. and 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 it will gradually happen but to get to the st- higher states, you've got to bring you've got to induce them mm. and bring them into being But your way of doing that is through service. And the greater the service, the better. And, you know, there are many ways to serve. That's stated in the third freedom. And you have to choose which way, you know, you're going to serve. Spiritual service, some people say, what about material service? Is that as good as spiritual service? It's essential. It's an essential aspect of living on this physical plane that we're on. But more people will do that. Yeah, there are not many people who are willing to give spiritual service. They will try and practice spiritual development for their own good Mm. or to improve their life or Mm. something like that, which is different. But to give spiritual service is a very rare thing. The people who do it are the glorious few and they're regarded as the glorious few by the great ones and they're taken
1: to the hearts of the great ones. Yeah, that's telling and inspiring, isn't Mm. it? Um, another thought here, so what you think of this one, um, having spirituality as a social identity instead of a way of actually living your life. Gosh, that's this is a thinking person, <laughs> isn't it? Um, as a social identity instead it's kind of as a way it's of... It's kind of like what you said, you mm. know, because if you just had it as an identity, you wouldn't actually really be making the effort. You wouldn't really have that degree of determination that we're talking about. You would just sort of... It sounds so foreign to me, that idea, <laughs> you know? Well, there you go. Yeah. I, I must yeah.
0: admit, there's one thing I... I don't know whether this is relevant, but that I do like about the Internet. is one thing I do mm. like, which is that when you meet people socially, I don't think this is what the question is asking, <laughs> but when you meet them, they can quickly find out who you are, If you know, and certainly in my case. Mm. And if they don't like it, um, and I, I don't know of anyone who's done that and looked me up and said they don't like it, but if they don't, mm then they won't bother to socialize with you and as far as i'm concerned that's great mm. because i don't want to waste time mm. with people who don't really know what i really believe at the same time socially i don't want to thrust it down anybody's throat either and you know it's it's up to them if they're interested or not but i don't want to hide it um, so in that regard, I suppose having a social identity. But I
1: don't think that's what the <laughs> question is. But it's interesting. That's it kind of the opposite, which is that. Yeah. It's, it is so who you are that yeah. you know it. You know, then the identity thing is an aside because it's just an expression of you know how you devote your life. Yeah. I think that's kind of the point here. Which there is, are uh, people who kind of h- do the other thing, which
0: is hide mm. their spiritual existence socially Uh, which is probably another
1: pitfall as well
0: it could be I mean it's a personal choice but the downside of that is that the relationships you have if people really don't know Mm. this very very important part of your being then they aren't really befriending you. They're True. befriending a part of you, yeah. not the whole of you. So what's yeah. it really worth if it's a, you know, if it's just a, a social thing, if it's, you know, I'm not saying you've got to go around always mentioning it or if, you know, if they're just an acquaintance or something like that. But if, if, it, if there's someone who matters in your life yeah. And, you know, you hide it from them. And I've come across people whose married partner didn't know some of the beliefs and experiences of of themselves. Um, I I think it's not a great relationship at that point. Uh, If if spirituality is important to you. Mm. Um, Again, they don't have to agree with you and, and you, I'm not saying you can't be married or with mm. someone who doesn't yeah. have your beliefs. You can, I know many people who are, yeah. but I mean, they, at least they know what you do, yeah. even if they don't actually want to do it themselves.
1: Yeah. That's all I'm talking about. Yeah, no, it's a great point, actually. Mm. I've definitely experienced that in my own life, and yeah. even you know, my, my, my friends here, even work colleagues, you know, you know, if I've said little things then they've actually asked me about it, I've just told them. Yeah. And the next day they were still there and they mm. were still great friends, and I was like, you know what, great. Uh, yeah, and sometimes they true, might not be. I yeah, mean, and if they weren't fine. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Well, I thought I'd go through one or two more here. Um, mm. This next one is about kind of hypocrisy. You know, maybe mm. you go to church or wherever you go, and yet you're not actually living any of the values in your life. You know. Yeah. Well, I think that's an acid test, really. Yeah. I mean, if you take us
0: just as, an, mm. as an example, yeah. our whole ethos is service to the world, mm. service to humanity. Uh, not, I mean, obviously, one should look after people close to one. Yeah. But our main ethos is serving people we don't even know mm. that we you know, might be in another country and we're sending energy out to them. If you want to test that, you want to look and see how active a person is. I mean, how much time are they spending doing that? Are they doing that? Mm. Are they doing the thing they are teaching you to do yeah. Yeah. in their life? And how long have they done it for? Mm. Uh, and, and what is their, because so many people don't stand fast. And this is another thing. It's an offshoot from this question. Yeah. But they, they choose, let's say they do find the path. They will leave it yeah. you know, or go off uh, uh, you know, on a tangent and then they won't you know, benefit from it. Um, and sometimes they'll be honest enough to come back again, right. which does take some humility. I, actually, it hasn't happened to me personally, but I know people who have done this, and I take my hat off to them because they're not only are they coming back, they're also in, implicitly, really saying I was wrong mm. about this, I should, mm. you know, and that's that's fair enough, and that's that's quite notable, actually, and noble, I should say. Yeah, but. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think you are looking absolutely to see if people practice what they preach. What you're not, what you can't do really is say, well, that person, um, I'm trying to think of a good example here, you know, isn't doing what I think is spiritual Mm. um, in their life, whatever it is, therefore their path isn't good. I mean, you're looking to see whether they practice what they preach. I see, yeah. As it were. If you're in, for example, a lot of Christian churches are very, very occupied with personal morality, mm-hmm. uh, personal relationships, issues of sexuality, gender, and so on. We aren't, in the Ethereum Society, occupied with that much at all. I mean, our concern is service to humanity. Mm-hmm. So, but if a person was preaching about wedlock or preaching about some of those issues and they weren't living it, they're they 're plainly a hypocrite right. doesn 't mean that the things they said from the platform were wrong, mm. but they aren 't living it, so they wouldn 't be someone to go to to be taught about right. that right yeah, yeah, whereas you know again, as I say, it does depend what that teacher is putting forth, very much so obviously you if you don 't agree with them, then uh, you 've got to examine yourself and, and look into it and see. What conclusions you come to and, and you might think they're wrong and it's not a good path. That's a decision you have to make. Mm.
1: So I think then just like coming around full circle that the, the key thing that we've really talked about in terms of looking at, um, you know, true spirituality, you've highlighted that service is, is at the the very heart of it. Mm-hmm. And I think the other thing I would say is that is like, um, you know, avoiding the pitfalls personally is really about. Um, sort of realizing that a spiritual path is essentially this crucible of change and transformation that is ultimately taking you towards true enlightenment. Mm-hmm. And that's not, you know, and, and in order to do that, you know, that's, you know, you, it's, it's not one where you where, you know, the toxic positivity is going to help you. It's not one where hypocrisy is going to help you. It's not one where a lack of discrimination is going to help you. All of these things about being able to um, perceive, not only to see a true path, but as you say, stand fast is going to be essential too.
0: It's essential to stand fast yeah. and you want to see whether it's working, Yeah, whether it works in the lives of people who follow that path. Mm. And, you know, you, you can look at someone I mean, in the path that I have followed, for mm. example, which is the path taught by Dr. George King, mm. um, and I've followed it for... Over 50 years now, you know, as a student first, and then I've been full-time working for it for 45 years. I absolutely know it works, mm. and I know it leads exactly where we're told it will lead, yeah. which is choose well, stand fast, know God.